Okay, so today is the Fayin Zayin with the Mishnah and the Fayin Vavim and Beis. So, Koisel Shabin Shtei If you have a wall between two yards, now two independent yards, they can make their own Erev. They don't have to make a joint Erev. They could make a joint Erev if there's a doorway between it. There's doorways, if there's a doorway between it, it's easy. They can make their own Erev. It's not a problem. But we're here talking about we had a wall between two yards and it was 10 Tvachim high and 4 Tvachim wide. So, that makes the, a complete separation between the two yards, and you can only make two Erevs. You cannot go ahead and make one Erev. So, for example, if I lived on one, th- one side of 36th Street, and have a neighbor on the other side of 36th Street, I cannot go ahead and make an Erev with him, right? It doesn't work. Because they're two separate yards, right? They have to be connected somehow. But this wall basically goes ahead and makes it as two separate yards. Hoya Beroyshe Paris. Now, if the, on top of the wall, between the two yards, there were Paris, there was some fruit. Now, some Rishus, we said an area in the Rishus Rabin, or in the Rishus HaYachal, we had a Mishnah, in Mishnah, Shabbos, and Avav, that's at least 10 Tvachim high and 4 Tvachim wide. It's the Rishus HaYachal, it's own Rishus HaYachal. So being it's its own Rishus, so therefore, each of them have the right to go up there from their Rishus HaYachal and use the top of the wall. But we'll see, obviously, they can't bring anything down to it. And that's a Dindra Abonin. Nifritz HaKaisel, if the wall went ahead and now opened up, Ad Esa Amas Ma'arvin. If it's up, the crack is up to 10 Amas wide. It has a din of a Pesach. You can make one large Erev. Ma'arvin Shnayim. You can go ahead and make, both of them can make an Erev. can make their own Erev. Then Ratu Ma'arvin Echad. They can either go ahead and make one large Erev or make two separate Eruvim. Neshuka Pesach. There's a din of a door. Yoisimikan. If it's larger than that, it's larger than 10 Tvachim as a din of a pirza. Once as a din of a pirza, it's like a wall that fell down. So the law is, is you can only make one Eruv and you can't go ahead and make two Eruvim. What if the top of the wall is not four Tvachim wide? So the top of the wall is less than four Tvachim wide. What's the status? The Rashi explains this is, Rashi says is, it's not its own Rishus, right? But being that you have both Rishuyas, both neighbors Rishuyas competing for this space, so therefore the Aser on each other, and even on top of it, you now go ahead and carry. Let's see the Rashi right after the Gemara. And the shus of both chetzeres are on top of it. The oisin zerze. I feel a roishi also tell. Even on top of it, now the carry. That is sheet is rav. Rabbi Yechon Nama. Rabbi Yechon says, "Elu milan mikan va'oichlin. Elu milan mikan va'oichlin." That each side can go ahead and milan. He says, "Can take food up from the chater itself and eat on top of the and eat on top of the fence on both sides." Tanaim we learned elu oilam mikan va'oichlin. Elu oilam mikan va'oichlin. Oilun in milan loy. The mission is smashed, but they can just eat what's on top. They can't bring anything from their chutz or up there and eat on top of there. It's like Mara says, really, you're right. If it has, the top of the fence is four. So like we said, it's on Rishus. It's Rishus HaYachid. The loch is going to be that you can go ahead and bring stuff up. The loch is you can only go up there and eat whatever's on top of there. You can't bring anything up there because it's on separate Rishus. It's less than four by four. Nami. They can also go ahead and bring stuff up there. Why? Because we talked about some Zech Shabbos. If you have an area that's 10 Tvachim high, but it's less than 4 Tvachim wide, like a fire hydrant, that's considered a Makam Tor. And we learned from Zech Shabbos, right? If you have something in your pocket, tissue, you go ahead and you put it on the fire hydrant, because that's not a problem. Taking something from Rishos putting it into a Makam Tor, or taking something from Rishos and putting it onto a Makam Tor. 
And we'll see the mission in a second. But they, we don't want you to go ahead and beat the system by going ahead and putting something from Rosh Hashanah on Mokim Tur, and then you stand the Rosh Hashanah and then take it from there. But the moral will get to that. And this is what we say as follows. You can also put up, you're allowed to go ahead and bring it up. He goes to Shitasi, he goes to Ravdimi, they can go ahead and they can straighten out their bundles or their bags on top of it. They should not go ahead and use it to beat the system to transfer something from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. So Morris says, Rav less of Rav Dimi. Rav says that he's stuck. He can't use the top of the wall. Why not? It's a mocking tour. If it's a mocking tour, why can't you go ahead and use the top of the wall? It doesn't hold the Rav Dimi. It's like He does hold the Rav Dimi's halacha going from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. That it does exist. Over here we're talking about it. You're going from your Rishos, which is a Chatzar. Your friends Rishos are Chatzar. Rishos are Yachet to Rishos are Yachet. That's a Durabon. The Chum went ahead and made a Chizit of the Vreim. Went ahead and tightened their, the, 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 tightened the rules when it came to Rabbonans. Because over here it's not going to be clear cut that what you're doing over here. So therefore they went ahead and said you cannot use this space according to Rav. If you have a wall between two yards. And I actually, if you have your phones, you can look at what I WhatsApp you the picture. But if you have the picture book itself, the article probably has a, article has a good picture. Okay, fine. Perfect. So let me just get the picture over here. And it's picture number... What was that? It's, it's not the moat. We're going to do the wall first. The wall first, okay? That's picture number 249. So you have a wall between two chatseris. Now over here, it's on a hill. Your whole, your, the houses are on a hill. So one half of the hill is higher than the other half of the hill. But over here, it's talking about there's actually a wall between the two properties. Now on one side, the wall goes up, let's say, five tvachim. And the other side, it goes up a full ten tvachim. Rashi says it can't be it's flat over here. It can't be that it's flat, but rather the wall actually goes up on the other side of the, not a retaining wall, it's more than a retaining wall. It goes up beyond. And Rashi say it's important to say this is the case, we'll see in a second. Shovel arts means that it's not flat, but rather it's above. Who gets usage of the top of the wall? It's the person that goes ahead and has less than 10 tvachim. Being that he can use it easily and it's harder for his friend to use it, the Rabbanon go ahead and give him the right. If it's easier for one chatzah to use it and the other chatzah has a difficult use, time using it, but the Rabbanon, we can go ahead and give it to him. Now Rashi says, that's a rule, now, now I will apply it in the next case. Rashi says over here, you can't be talking about a case where it's a flat, it's flat, so it's a retaining wall. So meaning, one guy's property is over here, and then it ends at the tip of the property. That's posh, he gets it. That's not a chiddush. That's part of his property. Over here it's talking about where the wall goes up above, so therefore, it's a shayla of rishuyas. Or else it wouldn't be a shayla of rishuyas. Zark Dimar, and now you have the next picture. And that's just a practical question, right? In terms of who has use of it. Not right, so we're talking about, we're talking about, no, but over here we're talking about as far as Shabbos is concerned. We're talking, right now we're talking about Hilchah Shabbos. If you're asking, if I go to an attorney right. and there's a retaining wall, who owns the, the property on top of the retaining wall? wall? It's an actual wall. Right? It's an, it's, it's, 
Well, right. It would be, about a case where it's an actual wall. It'd be an actual. So we're saying that in terms of Shabbos, it's a matter of who's no, going to, to bring you, stuff up to the top and back into his own. Correct. Place. Correct. The other guy can't use it. Correct. Anymore. Correct. 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 What I mean, retaining wall is that's just typically a wall by a uh, right by a mound. Typically, is right. referred to as a retaining wall. Okay. Ah. Now you have the next case of a ditch. Let's picture two fifty that we have here, and the article has it as well. If you want to look at it, if you have a hole between two chateris, now over here, the person on the bottom, for him to get to the bottom of the person on the bottom will be closer for him to get to the bottom of the hole, the bottom of the ditch, right? Because he's closer. Let's say it's three twachim from him to the bottom of the ditch. The person on the top of the hill will be ten twachim to go ahead and get to the bottom of the ditch. The Allah is going to be we're going to use the same rule over here. Whoever has less space to access it. And the rule that we said is that any time that it's easier for one of the neighbors to use the wall, he gets full access to the wall and the other neighbor does not have access at all. But you have to tell me the case of the wall and the case of the ditch. If you tell me the case of the wall, because people go ahead and use the height. Maybe people don't use holes in the floor. Maybe the rule would not apply. People more, feel much more comfortable going ahead and put, putting something in a ditch because it's stable, right? It's the floor. But on top of a narrow wall, it may tip, it may fall over. So maybe it doesn't get used as much. We need to go ahead and have both cases over here. Okay, the Gemara is going to go into a new halacha over here. If I have a 10 tefach wall, now we talked about a 10 tefach wall, so we're going to have the rules for the 10 tefach wall. If it's less than, less than four, nobody can use the top of it. So he wants to go ahead and make it lower. Now, how's he going to lower it? He can lower it by going ahead and make, building up the ground, or building himself up a platform or something on his side of the wall. We'll see a ladder to go ahead and lower that wall toward his side or toward his neighbor's side. Let's see. Zakti Gemara. So whatever you're using to go ahead and go ahead and lower the wall. So let's say you had a platform. You put a platform next to the wall. So the area of the platform, as long as it's four tefachim wide, it'll go ahead and lower the whole wall for you. That you can go ahead and use the top of the wall. Okay. If not, all you can use is the area next to where you put the platform. What's the If the fact that I went ahead and minimized it, it should only work for my little spot over here. It should work for the whole wall. Because I minimized the wall for as far as my usage is concerned. Okay? If you're telling me that my minimizing does absolutely nothing, so why does it work against this little spot that I put it against? Amravina, over here it's a different case. If you have two picture 251, you'll see. Over here it's talking about you took, out, you took off a layer of bricks from the top. Questionable whether you took it off from both sides or from one side, but regardless, you went ahead and took off one layer of bricks. You went ahead and took off one layer of bricks. Okay, now the wall itself is shorter. If the wall itself is shorter, I can use it. Now, it depends how much of the bricks I took off. If I took off four tefachim of brick, then I can use the whole top of the wall. If I took off less than four tefachim of brick, I can use the area that's connected that part of the brick that I went ahead and took out. Omar of Ravichil, Kofa Sal Memayit. Kafa sells picture 252, if you want to look at it. Or, or he basically took a basket and flipped it over. Instead of making a platform, he took a big pot and he flipped it over. And it's a four tefach wide pot. And he put it against the wall. And he wants to go ahead and stand against it. Okay? That's what I'm saying. Why? It's something that you can move on Shabbos. The Allah is, it does not go ahead and shorten the wall. 
went ahead and connected to the floor. Even if he connected to the floor, what's the difference? A tiny we learned, Faga ate figs, that wasn't ripe yet, and you went ahead and you put it into um, straw to go ahead and ripen it. And Rashi says over here, we're talking what type of straw? We're talking about straw that wasn't used for animal fodder, because that's not muksa, that's some problem. There's a lot of feed animals on Shabbos. But rather, with straw that was used for building supplies to go ahead and use for cement. So it's muksa and Shabbos. So I went ahead and had my, my fig in this muksa. Okay? In Megula Muksasa, if part of the fig is sticking out and they tell us for Shabbos, you can go ahead and take it on Shabbos. Although, what's going to happen is, is the hay is going to fall down, which is muksa. This is what we know, a tiltum and atzad. And tiltum and atzad is, okay. So what's the Gemara's kasha? We'll go over here. Uh, next, one more case, I'm sorry. Chararo. Chararo is usually a bagel or, or some sort of um, some sort of bread that wasn't ready yet so you went ahead and you stuck it into coals obviously the coals are already burnt out at this point in Megul which, is, which are muksa now in Megul and tells for Shabbos even if part of it is, part of it is uncovered you can pull that on Shabbos although you're going ahead and you're moving the muksa it's called tiltum and it's not a problem so over here as well our case we went ahead and had the dirt you have some dirt in picture 252 but we can imagine it around the edges of the keli as long as part of my keli is exposed I can pick it up. If it's exposed, I can pick it up. It's not a problem. If I have mooks on the side of it, it's called tiltum and atzad. So again, it's nitl b'shabes. So why is it memayet? Everything gemara, hachmayet skin, and isloy agnayim. It goes ahead and has a lip. So is lip, Rashi says, now when the dirt is sitting on the lip, it's as if you went ahead and moved the dirt from its place, its original spot, and it's similar to chayfer. So here will be an initial problem of going ahead and doing a Shabbos of <coughs> digging. What's the difference? The time we learned, somebody takes a radish or a turnip and puts it underneath a vineyard. Okay? So the, over here, you can have a problem potentially of Klayakarim. We'll see the issues. As long as its leaves are uncovered, he doesn't have to worry about Kilayim, right? Not because of Kilayim. There's no view as if it's connected to the ground. The halacha is, and over here it's talking about with the, with the radish itself went ahead and expanded. It grew a little bit. So typically the halacha is, if I replant something, even though I gave maisa from it, and it grew, it expanded, I have to go ahead and give maisa on the new part. Over here you're not going to have to do that. But loy mishum shviyas, you don't have to worry about, even on shmita, if you put it into the ground, it's not as if you went ahead and planted on shmita. The more important part is when you tell him Shabbos, you'll have to go ahead and take it out on Shabbos. So over here as well, over there it was definitely buried into the ground. What's sticking out? Just the leaves. You'll have to take it on a Shabbos. Over here as well, if I have my pot that's flipped over, even if it has a edge that's into, dug into the ground, you should be able to move it. You can move it on a Shabbos. So again, how's it mamayit the koisel? And the Gemara, no, over here it's dug in so well. The boy, you need a shovel to go ahead and take it out. Being that you need a shovel to take it out, so therefore, it is definitely going to go ahead and be a problem of choifer on Shabbos. Okay, sulam hamitri, ain't mamayit. So if I have a ladder, and they put a short ladder. We'll see the issue with Sulma Mitzri. Sulma Mitzri, again, you, you can imagine it, but it's basically a light ladder. You put a light ladder against the wall, although you can use it to go ahead and climb up, the, the, climb up against the wall a little bit. Being that it's light, it's in Telus for Shabbos, it's not Mamai at the wall. Versus a Sulam Tzuri, which we'll see is a very ha- it's a heavy ladder. Mamai, it is Mamai, but you don't move it. Hechadami Sulma Mitzri. What's the case of Sulma Mitzri? Amr Dei Rabbianai. Kol she'ein loy abo chavakim. It doesn't have four rungs. Interesting, over here, Lakuti Rashi says chavakim ashlivais, and he brings down a Rashi in Shemois that goes ahead and says this. Okay, but Amalei, what? One was like a step. 
Wrong is a step, yeah. So only has three wrongs. My time is What's the reason a sumo mitzvah is not mamait? Meaning that it's lighting, you move it on Shabbos. So therefore, we said it's not mamait. If that's the case, I feel tsurinami. Even if I went ahead and had a tyrant ladder, okay, that came from Tsuri, should also be problematic. Being that it's very, very heavy, so therefore, it is conveyed onto the ground. I heard of Shiloh that if you have, let's say, two developments that are back-to-back with each other and you can't get from one development to the next, you have a fence. If you want, the kids want to play ball or whatever it is they want to connect, they want to get to each other, can I put a ladder against the wall? So if it's a movable ladder, that's not going to help. But maybe if you go ahead and you nail the ladder into the wall, if you put something into the wall that you can't move it, maybe it should be good. Okay. Ama Abaye. Okay, we're going to go into a new case over here. If I have a wall between two yards, which is ten tefachim high, if you went ahead and put two tall ladders, and look at picture 254, you can have the example over there. So it's a high wall that is, again, it's ten tefachim, but it's not four tefachim wide. Okay, so you can't walk on top of it. The top of it doesn't belong to anybody. I want to combine the chatseris. So I have a ladder on each side. Okay, and they are at least ten tefachim high, and the aim bein zelazesh shloishet tefachim between the two ladders is less than three tefachim. Memayit, it's a mayit the wall, and if uses as if you can go ahead and we can we can combine the two chatzeres shloisha. If it's three tefachim apart, ain't memayit. If it's three tefachim apart, meaning the two ladders are three tefachim apart from each other, it does not go ahead and make the. It's not memayit the kaisel doesn't go ahead and pull the kaisel down. Why is three enough? Because Rashi says if it's less than, if it's three, up to three, you view it as if they're literally touching each other. That therefore, it'd be enough. The two ladders. Okay? That's only if the top of the wall wasn't four tefachim wide. Because it's four tefachim wide, if it's more than four tefachim wide, even if the two, ed- at the two edges of the wall, if you look at two, two, picture number 255, has a picture of it, so even if it's very wide, because you can walk on top of the wall, so I can walk up on one edge, Walk all the way across to the other edge and then go down. Being that I'm allowed to use the top of the wall, I don't care if we don't view the ladders if they're right near each other. And you can go ahead and go from one ladder to the next ladder. It still goes ahead and connects the two chateres. Amr Bibi Barabayat. Bona Itzva Agavi Itzva. Okay, so look at picture number 256. If I went ahead and had a platform, I had two platforms, one platform on top of another platform. Now, if I have a platform that's in the ear, it doesn't count. I need the platform to go ahead and be in the ground upward. A floating platform does not count. You have to be able to go ahead and access it. Okay, so let's see over here. You have a double platform. If the bottom platform has four memayit, it goes ahead and we view as if they're connected. And it goes ahead and memayit the wall to be less than ten. Inami. Or the top, the bottom one doesn't have four. The top one's at least four wide. The the space between the bottom and the top is less than three. So you have lava, they're connected. Memayit, it goes ahead and goes ahead and um, is memayit the wall. Now, why in the second case would you have to have right? You'd have to have it near each other. The reason why you have to have it near each other is because even if I have my top one, which is four wide, is a prereq- prerequisite you have to you need to go ahead. I mean, Mamai, the problem is it's floating. Being that it's floating, I need something to connect it to the ground. So my bo- additional box in picture 257 that I stick into it on the, on the ground goes ahead and it's less than three, it connects it. So therefore, it's considered one platform. 
another case, it's wrongs. So if you look at picture 258, the article has as well, this is a ladder that gets wider on the top or narrower on the bottom, or, or narrow, it's wider on the bottom and narrower on the top, or vice versa. The Allah is as follows. So at least one of the rungs, either the top or the bottom, has to have, has to be four tefachim wide, and has to be between each rung is less than three. So between each rung is less than three, so therefore view the ladder makes it love it as if they're connected. So all these rungs are connected. At least at one point you have the four tefachim wide, that itself goes ahead and creates the platform, so therefore it's the wall. Okay, we'll stop over here.